Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another episode. This is Talkamania. I'm your co-host Dez with the booze await himself. Say hello, J Bomb. What is up, dude? Yo, you know what I realized? No one's ever called us Cockamania. Oh. And I'm surprised no one's ever called us Cockamania. Because we're not in high school anymore, yeah. I guess. But you know yeah, what? Looking like... at social media, <laughs> I'm not surprised, you know, maybe we would have heard Cockamania. Every single time you intro the show and you're like, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of I'm like, I want to just yell cockamania in the mic. All right. It's J-Bomb. Just to throw you off. (laughs) Well, dude, I mean, like, that'd be a sick name for a porno. Cockamania. I'm pretty sure it might exist. I bet you would exist as one. If I starred in a porno, it would be cockamania. Not because it would be filled with cocks, but because I have the cock of all cocks. All right, sure. This is how we're opening I'm, up Cockamania, guys. That's how we're going to... Cockamania, I'm going to take a look. Way. It's in the Urban Dictionary. Well, there you go. Uh, Cockamania. Oh, Cockamania is a word, dude. We're idiots. What is it's it? It's totally a word. It's like a delusional idea. That's Cockamania. Oh, Cockamania. 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 Cockamania? Cockamania? I don't know. I got Cockamania, dude. And and, and it's it's it's... Completely irrational, cockamamie. unfounded, yeah, baseless. That's what, I, that's what I know it from. It says Ridiculous. cockamania. Cockamania. Completely irrational, unfounded, baseless, chaotic, disorganized, catastrophic, and delusional idea, thought, or plan. We are cockamania, dude. Yeah, actually, there you go. Maybe we should rebrand, guys. <laughs> Think about the logos we could have. The giant dicks. That'd be and so we are good. Giant, and we are dicks. So, I mean, there we go. I got a giant dick, so it works out great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Des, what's up, bud? <laughs> Um, 
I don't know. Got me thinking about cocks, I guess. Uh, <laughs> You're good, always thinking good, about good. cocks. We are here. Another episode of Talkamania. Uh, falling out from All Out this past week. Bro, you missed the opportunity to call it Cockamania again. Come on. All right. Anyways, I'll yeah, leave so, it for right. you, man. I'll leave the door opening All for right. you. All right. Be a cockamania. You can jump in. Maybe I'll hand over the reins to the intro. You did such a good job a couple weeks ago. You can start calling it cockamania. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wrestling stuff. Cockamania. Yeah. Not cockamania. Let's get the show on the road. Uh, here we are. All Out was last weekend. A lot of stuff going on. SmackDown as well too. We saw the final. Finally, saw the heel turn with Bailey and Sasha. We're going to talk oh, about yeah. that. We're going to talk about that this week. Uh, lots of AW debuts. Uh, All Out did great. The million this week on Dynamite, so great for the ratings. Um, lots of cool stuff. We had an episode last week where we talked almost exclusively about AEW. I had a lot of yeah. fun doing that. So we'll talk a bit more about that as well. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it, I guess. You know what's hard, dude? You know what's hard? What's up? Covering this isn't going back all. to Cockamania. Covering all of wrestling is really hard, dude. You have to give like, up your life. You have to give up who you are. You have to watch it all. It's not fair. It it's really not fair, dude. Like I had to watch. Okay, so I was out on Saturday, and then I had to come home on Sunday morning and watch AEW all out. It was absolutely the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And they they should have paid me for it. They really should have paid me for it. But anyways. Uh, AW All Out was uh, was was a smarking dream, man. That's what it was. It, it was really really fun. Uh, actually, I thought the pay per view kind of sucked. To tell you the truth, <laughs> honestly, it was kind of a shitty pay per view. Like AW is better consensus than that. too. Like about people on on social media, just one way or the other. Even the people who were like heavy AW fans kind of agreed it wasn't their best. Um, in hindsight, I'm, I was kind of doing my notes for the show, going over some of the stuff that happened. Uh, there was some good takeaways. It wasn't a terrible event, but I think uh, the whole Matt Hardy thing was a stain, right? So, yeah, I'm, and it for it to be that early in the pay per view, because I it kind of got spoiled. I knew that there was a big spot, and then I read a headline saying that he continued uh, against Doctor's orders or something along those lines. But I didn't know how early in that match it were to happen, and how bad it fucking was. That might have been the worst, like post concussion athlete that I've seen go on uh, I, outside of the new Jack fall where they're on the scaffolding and they fall down and he hits his head and goes like blind or some shit I think they don't even think they I don't know if they continue that match or not but either way we've seen that highlight it's fucking nasty uh, this is crazy it made me think if they were going to do this spot so early in the match what else do they have in store I'm disappointed oh, yeah. because I was really looking forward to this match I think a lot of us were it was the one I wanted to tune into me too um, me too me too so, but regardless, I mean, I think stopping the match is what they should have done. Having them resume it was crazy bonkers. Uh, obviously, you saw Audrey Ed- Edward, uh, Edwards, right? The, the, the referee. Sorry, yeah, that's, that's, I botched her last name. But uh, throwing up the X immediately, uh, Matt hit his head. It was nasty. He completely cleared that table. So I don't even know what they were thinking. They should have put more tables or some shit. Um, but no condition to continue. But here they are with the storyline. If Matt Hardy loses, he has to leave AEW. And they found themselves pinned in a corner. Well, you know, he'll lose if they stop the match. So we have to, you know, at least do the finish. Uh, I don't know if the doctor cleared him. I don't think you can clear somebody that quickly. No, you can't. You know, and then rushing right to the finish. They're having Matt Hardy after he hits his cranium on the the concrete, climbing scaffolding. 
That was insane. He was glazed over the whole entire time, right? And then you have Sammy drop down and the shot looked very... It looked... We're always making fun of WWE because that big black, you know, cardboard Mm -hmm. mat they fall on. Same thing here. Obviously, you have to kind of go that route because how else are you going to make it safe? Just play camera angles a bit better, I guess. But either way, um, wasn't the end of the match he wanted. Wasn't the end of the match we wanted. Uh, I would have preferred them to not have him continue... Have him leave the AEW, you know, and then find some way to come back. They could have rewritten the story or figured a way to get him back in there, debut a new character or something, as opposed to, well, we got to protect our storyline. Let's send him back out there. And then have Tony Khan say he wasn't concussed. Okay, come on, guys. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Who cares even if he wasn't concussed? Dude, he he was knocked the fuck out and couldn't walk. Dude, his head hit that cement like that. He's that's concussion. That was, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I have to think so. Funny thing was, Rebby, his wife, is like super vocal. We all know her, right? On Twitter, she's just kind of throwing that shit out there, really angry about this. And uh, apparently she made the trip out to him with Dynamite this past week to talk to the officials, to give her fucking shit to them. Oh, poor Matt. Matt gave (laughs) his his speech this past week on Dynamite, you know, kind of uh, thanking his family and kind of giving support to his wife and kids because of what they have to put up with. And the fans, because, you know, obviously they've been with him the whole time. I noticed throughout the whole entire promo, he never once uh, confirmed that he did not get a concussion. And you think if it was factual, AW would make him go out there and say that. Um, so look, man, he was concussed. And thank God, thank God he's going to be okay. Because that could have been a lot worse. But I'm telling you, could after cracked that, his skull, man. Dude, yeah, he could have died right there, man. He could have had a brain hemorrhage. And he could have died like after, after the fact. Like who knows? Very, very dangerous shit right there. It kind of left a sour note for the rest of the pay-per-view. People were wondering how he was. And then you have people on the internet. It's tough to be on there because people are shitting left and right and saying, oh, well, how could they let you know Matt Hardy go out and wrestle after that? And people are like, oh, well, the WWE let Owen Hart die and they continue to pay-per-view. Oh, my God. First of all, one doesn't make the other one right. Okay, They were both right. shitty situations. One was in 1999. And I'm telling you, they've learned a lot since then. They would not do that now. And that wasn't continuing a match. They continued well, the pay-per-view. Well, they might still do it. Now. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, all shitty situations, but we shouldn't be throwing stones at each other and bitching and complaining. The man fucking could have died, and uh, I don't think it was handled very well. That, that's pretty much it. I, I feel bad for everybody involved, to tell you the truth. It was a tough—well, I don't I'm not going to say it was a tough call, but I, you know, I, I wasn't in the position to make that call, so I don't know what it would be like. Um— the fact that there was like no fans there and you can kind of fuck around with cameras and shit, it's like they could have figured something out. They could have st- changed the story, like you said. But I feel bad for Sammy Guevara as well. Like, I think this was going to be a huge, huge match for him. I feel bad for Matt Hardy. I think it was going to be a huge match for him as well. I feel bad for everybody who didn't get to see it. It absolutely kind of ruined the pay-per-view for me, but not from, like, I wasn't mad at AEW. I was just like, no, of oh, course not. Yeah, you guys yeah. are all idiots. Like, you're all idiots, but I'm not going to cancel them. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to move on with my life. It was a bad decision. Uh, thankfully, Matt Hardy didn't get more hurt after. And, you know, if I'm Sammy Guevara, obviously the guy's, like, pretty reckless, like, with himself, just the way the risks he takes. I would have been a little bit nervous if I were him being like, yo, dude, uh, this guy's like half knocked out. Like, I don't even trust this guy to like power slam me at this point. You know, like you're putting a lot of trust in who well, you're they fighting. Well, they didn't. They went right to the finish. Like it went like- yeah, I know they went right to the finish, but still there was Matt Hardy took one bump after where, where 
uh, Guevara threw him into the scaffolding, and he kind of took like a little tiny bump. Like when I say a bump, I mean like hitting his head on the pole. You know what I mean? It didn't actually hit, obviously, but it was the only offense that Sammy Guevara had after that that strike. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I definitely left a sour taste in my mouth as far as it goes because I was so looking forward to that match and the fact that they started off with that. Uh, they started off with a match to kick off the pay per view that was a cinematic, and I think that was a bit of a mistake because there was just no atmosphere in the crowd. And then they went you right. Probably should have went on the pre show because that's where it originally was planned to be. There's a lot of things that changed. Yeah, it wasn't on the pre show. There were two other matches. There on was the backlash pre-show. though, so they ended up putting it on as the first match because people were complaining that after all just the hype built up people. here, it should be on the main card. And I think it should have been on the main card as well too, Whatever. regardless of it being a, a um, cinematic match or whatever. Um, Look, man, didn't I, I actually said, too, when we were talking about our predictions, that I knew the laughing gas was going to be involved in the finish of that match. The only thing is, I think I had it the other way around, where Britt Baker was going to put it on Big Yeah, you had Britt Baker winning. Uh, yeah, I did have her winning. Uh, I think yeah, she'll win buddy. in a wrestling match, maybe. But I heard they did this match because Britt's kind of still recovering, so they're giving her a yeah, little bit more clearing, time. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I thought it was kind of stupid. But, like, WWE does stupid stuff with the 24-7 title, too. So, like... I'm oh, gonna... the match itself was was fine with me. I, I thought it was pretty cool that it was in a, a dentist's office. It wasn't overly cinematic, which I liked. Starting to like her assistant, cuts. though. She's funny. She comes back yeah, with a banana right? peel on her head. <laughs> She's the best, man. She's the best. She was like trying to put on an accent when uh, Big Swole walked in. She's like, I don't know who you are. It was good. It was There's just a right, weird yeah. spot she to put it. She did a needle in her leg, too. I think she legit did that, right? It looked like yeah, it, at least. Well, that, that's not going to hurt, bro. Still, man. Yeah. It's like it could be like an acupuncture needle. Have you ever had an acupuncture needle in you? Oh, I mean, I don't think I don't, you, that takes a little bit of time and a little tapping in and shit. Like, looks like she kind of acupuncture is just like a little one tap. Bang. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't hurt. Um, okay, look, before we get going though, throw it our socials and right. we got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll, All right, we'll continue cool. with this shit. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter at underscore Talkamania. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Talkamania, and wherever you get your podcastic kicks iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify, all that jazz. Google us. You'll find us, but make sure to five-star and subscribe. Tell all your friends and be a Talkamaniac. We are the FPC boys. Fullpresscoverage.com, fullpressradio.com, fullpressshop.com. Sportscaster, we're there. We're on Twitch, twitch.tv. No, twitch.tv slash Talkamaniatv. There's too many TVs in there. But anyways, Talkamania TV, where, wherever you think you can find us on video, we're Talkamania TV. That's where we are. Um, yeah, and patreon.com slash Talkamania. Thank you, Patreons, for supporting the show. We're going to take our first break, and when we get back, we'll continue talking AEW all out, and we'll get into some other wrestling shit. So we'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The following announcement has been paid for by Boot to the Face. What's up, Talkamaniacs? Do you enjoy quality wrestling talk? Raw, AEW, NXT, SmackDown, and pay-per-view prediction and review shows mixed with a lot of whiskey and a whole lot of profanity? Are you tired of the Smarky podcast and you just want to hear fans talk about wrestling that don't want to take it too seriously? Then come find us at Boot to the Face on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. We're Santana Garrett's favorite podcast. That's Boot to the Face with the number two as in Welcome back to the show, guys. This is episode 170, and the reason why I'm saying that is because when I posted last week's episode, I realized that we missed episode 169. I should have made a note of that. Yeah, a theme month this episode. Jay's like a teenager again or something. I don't know what's Bro, going on over there. can you look at the number 69 without fucking thinking of it? Like, how many times in your life have you read the number 69 and not gone? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I think of it. I don't get like, it, if like you go to the girl, store, but... if you go to the store and like they ring up your groceries or whatever, and the girl's like, "Oh, it's sixty nine, You're like, <laughs> I'm like "Yeah, it is." <laughs> I look at my wife 69. and I'm like, "Well, I mean, you know." You look at your wife and you think sixty nine. It's a sign. No, if she rings up sixty nine, you know, then it's uh, like, "Oh, honey." I mean, you you're know. like, "Oh, babe, tonight's the night. We're gonna we're gonna go for the yin yang." <laughs> Come on, man. I'm lightening up the mood. All right, let's get back into AEW then. Um, okay, so Big Swole defeated Britt Baker. J-Bomb was right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we had the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. I think we both picked the Young Bucks on this. But uh, I guess it, it was the match that's, you know, your regular I don't even remember it anymore. Show. I figure it was just yeah. the Young Bucks match, right? They're forgettable, man. They're forgettable. And then and then this, this match I really enjoyed. Casino Battle Royale was really good, I thought. I liked it. I always like these battle royals. I like to see people coming in. Um, the rules are... They changed it, eh? Did you notice? They changed what specifically? They used to... Because there's like the clubs, the diamonds, the hearts, yeah. and the spades, right? And five people used to walk out all at once, no music. Oh. This time, they made it more Royal Rumble style, which was more enjoyable. So they went one by one, and their music hit for for uh, for a small amount cool. of time. But they there was a lot of audibles. Like, Sunny Kiss wasn't supposed to be in there. Um, what's that dude's name, man? He came out... Uh, Will Hobbs, that who the hell is that? I thought he was the TB, TBD or TBA or whatever guy. I thought maybe he was TBD as well. Yeah. It's kind of silly that TBD is always pulling that Joker card. I mean, guys, you got to yeah, yeah. make it a little bit better than that. And we was Matt Seidel, uh, Evan Bourne, for those of you guys who remember in, in AW. Uh, scary Fall when he came in. He did a good job. I like him, man. And whatever, man. That movie bust, go ahead and try to do it yourself. It's a fucking hard move to pull off. What, the reverse Slips. there? Yeah, you didn't see it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, I saw himself, it. Right? So a lot of people yeah, were having I, a field day with that. Uh, he he handled it very well on social media, saying he wasn't going to bring banana peels next time and all kinds of funny shit. Um, but either way, good signing for them. Definitely good matches. Him and Pac could tear it up. I'd like to see that. Uh, I felt bad for him because I think that after that move, there was a whole chain of events that were supposed to happen because I noticed that everybody in the ring was kind of like, oh, shit, like, what do we do now? And then it got really, really messy for, like, a minute. I felt that 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 was what I was getting to. I felt like this Battle Royale was good, but I felt like it was kind of messy and sloppy, but all all kind of around. Like, it wasn't, I don't think it was Matt Seidel's spot. I just think in general, a bit clunky, but I enjoyed it. Um, 
Darby Allen going in that body Brian bag, Cage killed right? him. So killed that was pretty him. nasty. Dead. That guy takes so many bumps, puts his body at risk all the time, getting power bombed in the body bag. I thought the thumbtacks were a bit excessive because we're not going to see anything. It's just he's going to be in pain, and then he's leaving, and I don't see them stuck into his back. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that he, they were supposed to open the bag, and he was supposed to get out and be like all tacked up. I think he fucked himself up, man, because like, dude, the rest came out and they weren't acting. They were literally because like it was trying nasty. to get him out of there. Like it was obviously looked like, looked like he died. Yeah, yo, dude, the way that he threw him out was fucking reckless, man. Brian Cage is like Randy Orton him. You know when Randy Orton would throw oh, the, somebody through uh, a table? tables where he just like throws yeah. them up in the air? The Singh brothers? Those two little brothers? Yeah. yeah. Like, And then he kind of laughs. He's like, oh, oops. Like, uh, that's kind of what Brian Cage did to Darby Allen there. But I was a little bit upset because Darby went out. But, uh, yeah, the match was messy, but I always enjoy these, man. They're always fun. Lance Archer picking up the win, so he will be challenging John Moxley for the AW Championship next. Uh, we saw a, we saw John Moxley ended up defeating MJF. Uh, pretty good match, mm-hmm. pretty good main event. I actually thought it was pretty good for the for uh, a main event as a whole. Um, look, MJF definitely can be a big player. People thought that this would be his coming out party. They pulled the trigger, and I think it was a smart decision not to do it just yet. Plants a little bit of seeds with him and Wardlow. He was going to cheat, but Moxley took advantage, hit the paradigm shift, which if I'm thinking about stipulations in a contract, regardless if the ref is looking or not, uh, he should be dropping that title or forfeiting it to MJF because is there is there like a stipulation? You can't use it when the ref's looking? Because I'm pretty sure he just can't use it. We all have his replays. I mean, okay, but still. Did uh, did Was there any mention of it this week on AEW? Yeah, that he cheated, that he cheated, you know, and that like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what his plan is now. Um, if he's going to go after Moxley again, he seems to kind of still be angry with Moxley, but Lance Archer's cutting promos on, on Moxley. And I think that he's challenging him at the one year dynamite anniversary in a couple weeks or something. Right. So oh, well, he um, ain't losing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. A one year anniversary dynamite. They might make a big title switch. Who knows? Like if it's not going to be Lance Archer, like this might be a good opportunity to get him back on track to make him that threat again because they kind of fumbled with him a little bit when he took on yeah, Cody I guess that's and true. he was kind of, you know, yeah, the he... snakes just rambling on these weird promos. But you know, it's it's doing something to get him back on track, and uh, maybe they're going to try. Maybe they are going to do this and give him. Title. Well, I don't know. If he loses to Cody for the TNT. And then loses to Moxie for the championship. I mean, at that point, you're kind of buried. So I guess they have to give it to him? I don't get what they do sometimes with these things. Because we had um, Brody Lee squash Cody, right? Squash him in three minutes. But Dustin, last night on Dynamite, actually almost beat him, right? And it it was actually a pretty good match between the two of them. So it's just maybe it was just an off night for Cody. Maybe he just off never, night for Cody. He never got things going against Brody, um, which is cool. You know, it's he was in cool. Cody's head, man. Maybe, yeah. So I don't know, man. Maybe it's a chance for Lance Archer to come back and be a beast because even you so you said so yourself. Like you believe uh, him more than Karrion Cross, right? So. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm I was very happy with the Lance Archer win. So uh, I think it was the right person to win that match. Uh, I was, uh, you know. Obviously, we're going to talk about it later, but Rusev debuted on AEW this week. I, w- I, I would have rather him to have debuted in, in this well, match. Why not, in the just, why not tie it in now? Miro uh, debuted at Dynamite. Uh, if any of you guys listen to our podcast, which I hope you damn well do, to the end, you'll know that we close every episode with Happy Rusev Day because we're big we Rusev Day fans. Too. Rusev's the man. Um, 
I really felt like the debut was squandered. I think I they could have done. Yeah. Well, why? Why? Because they're they're building up. They're using him to bring up guys like Kip Sabian. Okay. Kip Sabian is a. a f- Kip Sabian is. Who's the dude over in AEW? He's the Roderick Strong of AEW. And he's the kind of guy where you're like, ah, oh, Kip Sabian, whatever. But then when he wrestles, you're like, fuck. Always oh, a good match. So to have this little thing going on, I think it's, I mean, Rusev, the guy's over. Like, he's a well-liked dude in the in the community and in the wrestling fandom. <laughs> and uh, fuck, he looked like a million bucks, first of all. He looked like a fucking beast. The way that he came out, the way that they kind of had that camera come from the back of him, I thought was really cool. There's a slight tie-in to the, the wedding storyline no from tie-in. WWE. There totally is, dude. There's I'm a not coincidence. The There's it. a coincidence. First Why of all, is it a coincidence? AEW loves to take shots, man. He but even they, talked but about they like didn't. he could have been like he, he could have been like my best man. He's no stranger with weddings or something like that. But they didn't. He just was. In I a think wedding it, I think it was subtle. I think it was subtle. They're never subtle, dude. They I do think like that was subtle. Elite episodes taking shots at WWE whenever they can, and that's fine. I'm not gonna bitch about them. Just saying they would make it quite clear. Miro comes out. He does the whole the visible brass ring thing, which I've heard a hundred times, so it's not original. He can cut a good promo. I thought it was kind of generic. Uh, he came like out it. wearing, I don't know, like his Gucci shirt. And you know what? It's funny. Lana starts talking about Gucci immediately on social media. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a running bet here and see how long before oh, she's gone. She's Lana gone. puts her foot in her mouth and gets released because she's plugging Rusev and then ends up over she's at gone. AEW. I think, honestly, AEW is probably a better area for her to, to be in. Um, but then, yeah, having him in this wedding angle, the best man of some guy she hasn't even met until that very moment. Like, Meh. I'm not completely, like... I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it's going to be entertaining. And I like the whole fact that he's helping Kip Sabian and all that stuff. Great. It's a good point. Uh, but I just feel like he should have been in the Battle Royale. Even if he didn't win, uh, he could have been in it. could have been great. Um, I would have had him win it, to be honest. But I don't know. Just uh, I think it was a bit of a squandered opportunity. It was very lackluster. I didn't think he was going to come out. So I guess they got me there. But like to have him debut as like a best man. and a win- I, First of all, Hate contract signings, not a fan of weddings. So already you're losing. You don't like weddings in wrestling? I, I Look, I know there's some iconic ones. Randy and, and, and uh, Miss Elizabeth. We have um, Lita and the whole Kane and then the whole Edge shit or whatever. Fuck, I don't know. Some of it was Stephanie okay. Stephanie and Hunter. Yeah, that was good too. But like honestly. When Eric not- Bischoff ripped off his mask. Remember that when he was the yeah, old man? I, I guess. Dude. I guess. Weddings are the best. But what are they going to do with Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford? Like, what are they going to do? Like, I don't even care. Like, why? Like, it feels like they don't have a storyline, so they're like, let's just make them have a wedding. It's like, fuck, man. Like, I think it's a great... Wrestling weddings are I know. I'm sure it'll be all right. I'm sure it'll be all right. But where's it going? Like, first of all, Rusev is going to be able to show his comedic side. Yeah, I know. Which which is is the best type of Rusev. And... Somebody's probably going to, like, he's going to be, like, the honcho, the best man. He's got to protect Kip Sabian at his wedding, right? That's the best man's duty to make sure the groom makes it through the wedding. So someone's going to fuck around, and then that's going to launch Rusev into a program with that guy. And Kip Sabian will be in his entourage or whatever, and, uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be something. It's going to be honky. But Unless if, Rusev, Amiro's the one who steals Penelope Ford away or something. That could be fun. You know, like, I don't see who's coming in and who's doing what, unless Brian Pillman is going to come in because he shafted him, which could be interesting to see. And he's helping two young guys, or I don't know, I know Kip Sabian's been around a while, but it helps Brian Pillman as well, too. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested. 
But I I love Rusev, and I've got you know I just don't feel like it was the best way to put him in. But I'll probably eat my we, words we might, and we'll forget about it soon enough. We might be putting Rusev on a higher po- uh, Miro. We might be putting this guy on a higher pedestal than he really is, though. Like we love him. Oh, he's definitely like, cooled off though. Like when he was Rusev Day with Aiden English, fucking I love this dude, dude. They were they were screaming Miro Day and yeah, it was it was good. Um, it, but it's funny because like a week before his debut. He got asked what he thinks about WWE, and he praised the shit out of them. Jericho you know, still he's does like, too, though. Yeah, but Jer- Jericho doesn't really take as big of a shot at it as Rusev did there. I thought Rusev's, Rusev's shot was like, they fuck that place. I'm home. Do it. Just like the the, the, um, the the FTR, right? I'm sure FTR has no, I understand that. WWE. But, they go out there and they but, have to shit on them, right? Like, Okay, but this is what I'm saying, right? This, this is the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, in WWE, when superstars have a storyline and the fans say, oh, I know that they don't want to be doing that and it's wrong that Vince McMahon makes them do that. Well, you have guys like Jericho, FTR, everybody we just named who always says good things about WWE and they're forced to go out on AEW programming and shit talk them, right? They're forced to go out there and burn that bridge with them. You know what I mean? To go on national TV and shit talk the competition. So if they are in fact forced to do that, you know, the smark term forced, then why aren't fucking smarks and marks and fucking AEW bastards shitting all over Tony Khan or creative or Cody Rhodes or whoever's responsible for it and go, why are they making these people go out and say things that they don't really want to say? I don't know. Yeah, they, they turn a blind eye because they're a bunch of little but, uh, fucking basement look, dwelling I, bitches. If, if, if that was the case, I would love for him to go out there and like take shots about the wedding angle he was with Lashley. And maybe they will. Maybe they're going to tie that in for the weeks to come. Like, oh, He should have been like, this is going to be a better wedding than the last one I was a part of. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. That would be hilarious. So, you, you know what? In hindsight, they have a lot of potential to make this really entertaining and funny. Uh, maybe, that, maybe it is why they saw it. Look, you were in that wedding. Let's have fun with this. But I feel like they would have immediately had him kind of running with that ball. Um, I don't see why not. But either way, look, he Miro's is, in AEW, you guys. Yeah, He's man. back. I'm, I'm happy to see that. Uh, I watched I watched the whole program last night, start to finish. Same thing with Ron SmackDown. I've been watching a lot of it now that I've been on paternity for a bit. Uh, I've had some extra time. Uh, but uh, I liked it, man. They broke one million last night, which is fantastic. Um, people online are saying, you know, NXT is scared. They're running away. They're going to stay on Tuesdays. I think it's the plan as well to keep them on Tuesdays. I think that's great. I think it's better probably. Let people just shut the fuck up. Wait, who's going on Tuesdays? I think NXT is going to stick to Tuesdays. That's the heavy rumor now moving forward. Super Tuesday. I guess that's better. I guess that's better. Which is good. You know, you have your NXT Tuesday. You have uh, AW Wednesday. You get to watch everything. Um, But look, man, uh, I know I'm going to sound marky here, uh, but it doesn't mean they're beating WWE. This is NXT. This is not their flagship show. NXT takeovers still for me are better than most AW shows that I've watched. Um, I'm probably not like you know I'm, I'm probably kind of alone on that. A lot of people like AW pay per views. Uh, I love takeovers; those are my favorite pay per views. Um, but uh, look, it's great, great for wrestling all around. So, you know. So, how many weeks till Lana's out of WWE? I think she'll wrap up this program with uh, Natalia, but it all comes down to if she does something because like every week. First of all, the whole social media thing that people shit and cried and complained about that ended up being nothing in the end, really. All you do, all you have to do is just use your real name and you're allowed yeah. to do YouTube, you're allowed to stream. Like, AW wrestlers were taking shots at WWE, people were taking shots at them, and they didn't even really understand what was going on. So, like, that was kind of embarrassing in hindsight for them. Uh, yeah, Brody Lee made a huge deal about it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of in people. One of his did. segments. Anyways. And, um, anyways, uh, what were we talking about? I, Lana, I give her, I give oh. her, I'm going to guess, I'm going to say eight weeks. 
Eight weeks, she's out. That's generous. Yeah, I'd, I'd say within eight weeks, she's out. And honestly, man, like, I don't know. Outside of when she was with Rusev and she was like Boris and Natasha, you know, Rocky Bullwinkle, like, you know, I don't know if you guys are that old to remember that, but they were fantastic when they were against John Cena, you know, some feuds after that. Then Dolph Ziggler got involved and then all of a sudden she flipped. She pulled a Kofi Kingston, dropped the accent. Um, I, she's, she's, she's cringy, man. Like, I understand, oh, yeah. I understand she's attractive, cool, but like, she's such an attention whore. She's just a TikToker, whatever she is. Cool. And I'm down. I don't mind looking at her, I don't mind that stuff. And I wish her great success in all that area. But in terms of great success. wrestling, like, she's always cringe when she's on screen. Always. For me, for me at least. Oh, it's hor- It's train wreck. And that's what I like about it. I like to cringe. Sometimes I watch yeah, cringe yeah, yeah. compilations on YouTube just to feel uncomfortable at work. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll curb your enthusiasm if you're a fan of that show. It's just like, oh yeah, it's a cringe fest, man. It's so good. Yeah, but it's not as. It's because it's trying to be cringy, so it's not as like actually cringy. It's just funny. But Lana trying to be cool, like Natalia too. She's really cringy to watch. So I know, man. Like Natty doesn't need to be with Lana, and just, you know, oh, it's I a mean, cringe whatever, fest. Man. Either uh, way, one last way, one last thought about one last thought about all out. Uh, huge disappointment. Uh, Orange Cassie, Chris Jericho, the Mimosa match was complete shit. wasn't complete shit. It wasn't great. It was stupid. It wasn't like Jericho being like, let it roll out. You'll see I'm a genius for coming up on the mat. Like, it isn't, I, wasn't. I don't, I don't know if they'll ever do it again. I mean, maybe. But Jericho would have to be involved because of the champagne. And Orange Cassie would have to be involved. Like, maybe they're going to be a tag team eventually. And then they'll do, like, a no. tag team. I don't know. But, like, for me... I don't know. Didn't didn't really work. It was not good. Jericho almost fell into the vat at one point. I would have loved to have seen that happen. But I bet you they would have been like, no, no, no. It has to be somebody putting you into it, which, okay, fair enough. Uh, but look, man, you can you can crap on Jericho all you want for, you know, wanting to be champion and wanting to make things about him, which I don't even really see. This guy's all about, you know, making the, the product better, putting people over. And he's definitely did a good job at uh, making Orange Cassie look like a million bucks. Um, and... Orange Cassidy, uh, his Superman punch. It's called the Orange Punch. I love it. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, the Orange Punch. It's great. That's good shit. Yeah, no, for sure. So Orange Cassidy goes over. I think the feud is over. I think they'll always have that little fisticuff look when they look at each other, but I think this is the end of the road. And uh, I'm excited to see what Jericho's getting into next. I don't tag know if he's going to take time he's off. tag with Hager. I think he's going for the tag team titles. Oh, God. Yeah, I think that's what he's kind of on his path for next. Yeah, yeah, okay, so the, so FTR beats Kenny and Paige, and the thing is, is like, I don't watch Being the Elite, and I think that they gotta stop rolling storylines on that fucking thing, because everyone's saying this is the greatest storyline of all time, it's really, really good, it's fucking such a long game, it is good, but I don't watch Being the Elite, so I don't know what's going on right now. I used to rave it, I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, I know, but... There's too much content. Then, it's not fair. It's too... <laughs> um, look, one thing I will say is I actually liked this tag team match. thought it was good. Probably like the, one of the better solid all-around wrestling matches from start to finish. They're wrestling in hot, hot, hot humidity. Um, it was like 45 minutes long. It was 30 minutes long, I think. 31 That's too long. This past week they won at the 31-minute mark or something. Anyways... Uh, Kenny Omega and Paige lose the titles. They don't have anything to worry to worry about. And if anything, it should be a load off their minds. Them having those tag team titles and having like kind of a strenuous relationship. Them dropping the titles, man. It must be a load off my mind. Fuck, I can just go do my shit. This guy's not baggage anymore. But Omega is just like really upset about this thing. 
kind of looking like he's turning more heel. Um, honestly, this whole program, uh, I like Paige a lot more now, Adam Page. Oh, dude, Paige is 100% going to be the face coming out of this. Oh, yeah, he clearly was. And he kind of takes yeah. responsibility for his actions, says the Young Bucks should have been the ones to challenge, all that stuff. Um, dude, everything's been cool, though. I don't mind Kenny going on a singles run. I don't mind him being a heel, even. Uh, Adam Page definitely raised his stocks in my eyes. I, I didn't know too much about him. Wasn't a huge fan within his first year, but now kind of turning around the corner after this, I like him. Um, and he's a great wrestler as well. FTR, I think they actually are good tag team champions, can have some solid tag team wrestling. The only thing I really don't like out of all this thing is like, man, the Young Bucks, man, like, I know I respect their what they've done for tag team wrestling. I respect all the fans that like them and all that stuff. I'm not a huge Young Bucks. They're not for me, um, but I can watch their shit. But that whole like them opening the door and like super kicking that guy. I don't know if you saw that. The 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 back fucking cheese, man. Cheese, yeah. cheese, cheese. Like stupid, stupid. I don't mind cheesy stuff with those guys because they're pretty cheesy all the time. But I'm just over their matches, man. Like, and I used to love these things, but sometimes you fall out of love with stuff, Des. You just fall out of love with stuff. And I don't want Young Bucks matches to be that big of a part of my life anymore. I feel you, man. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. Now. Oh, yeah, I could always PVR them and watch them at another time, but, you know, it's expensive. So we're going to take another break. Episode 170. We'll be back after this. Let's talk some WWE. I want to talk about Sasha Banks. I want to talk about Roman Reigns. I want to talk about Revolution, Retribution. <laughs> and there was something else that I'm forgetting. NXT, new NXT champion. There's some stuff. There's lots of stuff. There's oh, there's a lot of WWE. stuff. Okay. All right. We'll be back right after this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He doesn't listen to our podcast. Do you love wrestling? Do you want to get an insight into professional wrestling from a lifelong fan's perspective? Kick back, enjoy a whiskey with Mike Farrell on the Chaos Theory podcast every Monday via Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcast fix. Follow Chaos Theory on Twitter at chaos underscore theory pod or online at fullpresscoverage.com for more info. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Um, we released Trivia Mania 5. We didn't even talk about that. We released Trivia Mania 5 this week. If you haven't listened, take a listen. We're still not going to spoil it. It's a great episode. The only thing I do is I will say this. I will, I will give a little bit of a hint. That's all I'm going to do. That's it. Um, WWE time. What do you want to start with? Well, I want to talk about NXT, I think. Let's okay. do NXT, and then because they, you know, they go head-to-head against AEW, or they were. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to make a segue here, but fucking don't care, because I want to watch it. I, I watched NXT. I enjoyed it this week. Lots of talking points coming away from it, guys. We have a new NXT champion. A lot of people were salty, upset about the Iron Man match. 
and there wasn't a clear finish. Adam Cole uh, ended up picking up a late pin against Finn Balor, and then they had their one-on-one match this past week. Opened up NXT with it. I like the fact that they oh, opened up wow. the show with it. Have people tuning in right away, and uh, all the people that were complaining there wasn't a finish, you get it right away. Uh, match was fucking great, um, and not just that. Finn Balor is your NXT champion. Pretty good. I think he came down to NXT. Hasn't been back to the main roster. I think he's the great guy to put it on while Cross is out. He can have all kinds of great matchups with whoever he's going to have them with moving forward. And after the match, that sign of respect backstage between um, Cole and Balor, the two sweet, you know, throwing them, throwing those up. And Adam right Cole on. basically saying, you know, if he gets another shot, it's going to be a different outcome. But it definitely looks like Adam Cole is more of a face now, um, you know, in the eyes of the NXT, I guess, universe. So questions here are, does he flounder around in NXT for a while? Does he move up to the main roster? We're going to have to wait and find out. One thing I noticed, though, is um, not too long ago, a couple weeks, I think, back, we had the Undisputed Era beating up on Drake Maverick. Um, and I believe Kyle O'Reilly was a bit hesitant. He didn't want to beat up Maverick. He kind of didn't, you know, leave him like, you know, okay, that's enough. Um, and he wasn't there this week. So I, I assume he wasn't there because maybe health reasons or something going on uh, because they were beating up Maverick again. Or maybe he just didn't want to partake. But a lot of people are saying that they might be planting some seeds for Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly versus Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish, which for is sure. cool. Could be a great program to watch in NXT. But then again... What happens with the Undisputed Era going up to the main roster? Because if they're going to be broken up, right? So I feel like they should maybe do that, you know, a year from now after they've done a whole main roster call up or whatnot. Um, but you know, if they do go up to the main roster, where does Adam Cole fit? You know, people say he's a main event player. Will McMahon see the same thing because he's such a tiny dude? Um, you know, will he be put into a mid Carter role? Uh, will he be put into the championship picture? But the championship picture is already kind of set in stone almost until WrestleMania, right? Like, we know that Roman Reigns is probably going to carry that to WrestleMania. I have a feeling Randy Orton will probably win the title and carry it to WrestleMania and face Edge. You know, like, so where do they fit in all this? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but, yeah, it's a pretty big, some pretty big news coming out of NXT, man. Finn Balor, man, two-time NXT champion. Yeah, no, it's great news about Finn Balor. I mean, we wanted him to be the winner. We called him being the winner. It makes the most sense. It's a tr- transitional period with the injuries, with Keith Lee going up. I think Adam Cole... I think they're going to I think I don't think we'll ever see undisputed era on the main roster as the undisputed era. I think that it'll probably be a thing where they go up one by one or two by two or Adam Cole goes up first. Eventually if all four make it, for sure they're going to get back together one day, but I don't think it's going to be like the Shield. I don't think well the Shield wasn't a thing in NXT, right? It was just three NXT guys that debuted as the Shield shield, in yeah. Yeah, okay. So I think they're going to come up all individually, have their own runs. Um, Save KO, Kyle, bring him into the undisputed era, man. Just that guy needs somewhere to go or somewhere maybe, to be. Maybe KO. Maybe these guys get in a program where they're all fighting each other, and KO comes in and goes, "What the hell are you guys doing? What's wrong with you? You're best friends. We go way back. Gorilla wrestling, whatever the hell that thing's called. PWG. What was it called? I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. And 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 get get some back together on the main roster. That's what I think is going to happen with the undisputed era. Then we'll have the second iteration of them. Once they hit main roster. Yeah, but. I just feel like Undisputed Era kind of coming up to the main roster was like, you need that crowd pop. And I think that's a big reason why they were not pulling the trigger on that when they probably could have after WrestleMania this year. 
Um, you know, same thing with Sasha Bailey, which we'll talk about shortly. You know, the crowd reaction, they want that there when Sasha finally wins the big one. Uh, but I know, how long can you wait for, right? But again, they're piping in lots of sound now, so who knows? They could just throw that pop in if they wanted to. Yeah, they could throw the pop in. Um, Io Shirai, right? I mean, I feel like she won the title and then I haven't seen her. But that's, I don't watch much NXT. Like, I never watched NXT. But I feel like there's... Or Raw. I don't know if it's just... Or AEW. I watch pay-per-views, dude. And then I keep up with the Joneses. But there's something about this run. I don't know if it's just because she doesn't have, like, a viable, like, good enough competition. I don't know what it is. I think part of it is that. I mean, like... I don't know, like Ripley just finished off with Martinez. So for the main event this past week, great match. Uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Rhea Ripley in a cage match. I uh, thought it was great. I think Martinez is probably going to be going up to the main roster at this point in time, unless she's going to stick with that Roger Stone or Robert Stone brand or whatever the fuck his name yeah, is. Yeah, see, I don't even know what that is. Is that, is that yeah, entertaining? Yeah, it is. It actually He's actually a pretty funny dude. So there, there's a lot okay. there to watch actually NXT and tune in. You know, Bronson Reed is having his climb as well, too. Damian Priest is doing some pretty cool stuff. So NXT is actually pretty entertaining. Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot more, too, especially now on Tuesdays. I can just watch it. I just, and have to flip back and forth and shit. Like, when, when like, Finn Balor came up and uh, KO came up, and it was Shinsuke's era, I was like, eh. But Shinsuke kind of pulled it off, and, and, and NXT at that point was pulling it off. This to me is the worst class of NXT in a long time. I like the women's division was really, really good, and I think like having Bianca Belair go up to main roster and kind of oh, not yeah. be that not big her. of a star. Have her come out the street really? profits if anything. Like Zelina's there every single week. Just have Bianca out, out there every single week with them. Like I don't understand why. It doesn't make sense. I, like the women's division still really good, but Bianca Belair would make it great again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. would really re-infuse some life there's just something missing in nxt right now for me like it just seems like i don't have much investment in guys like uh bronson reed or i mean austin theory's back in nxt that's a little bit weird right? oh he's a tool i don't like that guy man his comb over is just ridiculous killian dane okay i like the guy um but again it's tough like you got guys like okay rhea ripley's great io shirai is great velveteen dream is still really good Finn Balor Careful is good. What you say there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tegan Knox thing, Shotzi Blackheart, uh, Dakota Kai, they're just not there yet for me, man. But that's it. They're not there yet. And I think with this class right now, like they're kind of less advanced than the classes that normally are. They're going to get there. Damian Priest, Bronson Reed, Shotzi Blackheart, uh, Tegan Knox, like these are all future stars, 100%. Um, NXT not, stars, maybe not main roster stars. I'm not a huge fan of the whole Candice LeRae thing with her as as a heel. Like, I think it's kind of like I like I think she needs to be a face. I think she it's not working for me, but that's just me. Um, I like the. But she was forgettable as a face too, man. I know, but I don't like the heel stuff. It's just her and Gargano's heels. It's just so forced. It just is Gargano really, is Candice LeRae's ten times better of a heel than Gargano is. I don't know. They're they're both not great that, in my opinion. That's how low Gargano is, though. He's he he might be. He was like, his peak was Bailey's worst when she was cringy. Yeah, and like you know, Bailey like, won me over. Uh, like uh, Champa, right? Champa, like he's returning. He's coming back. He's in this Ironman match, and then he's gone again. So when does he return yeah. next time? Like, I don't know what's going on, man. Where does Champa go from here? 
But anyways, we're talking about Io Shirai. Uh, she did wrestle Dakota Kai. Now it looks like she's going to be facing Shotzi Blackheart this next coming week on Tuesday, which is going to be a great match. I'm looking forward to see the two of them mix it up. Uh, Io most likely is going to retain. And then I guess move on to face Rhea again. I, I don't know what's going to happen. But I, I think there's a bit of like, don't really know what her competition should be. But, it's a uh, small pool right now, man. And, and I think that hurts pool, the women's yeah. division. It hurts them. The, Bianca Belair, who else came up? Bianca Belair went up, and um, who else went up? I guess Charlotte, Be- Becky, and Sasha all being removed from NXT hurt too. Well, Ripley coming up as well too. Like then she went back down or something, and then she, I don't know. And everybody hates her, so she feels like she's not there. If you ask me, even though that match was like I didn't watch it, but everybody said it was fucking like an A plus. Which one? It was his, uh, the cage match with uh, Mercedes. Yeah, Martinez. it was pretty good on A plus, but like it was definitely really good for sure. All right, all right. Wait, let, wait, let's talk Sasha and Bailey because uh, it, it finally happened. I thought SmackDown was pretty eventful this week between them and Roman Reigns. Like I, I, I went, I found it on Watch Wrestling. I watched those two segments. Uh, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Bailey kicked the shit out of her, and I'm assuming they were going to get heel Bailey versus a face Sasha, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, when does this happen? I want to see the two of them in a Hell in a Cell match. So, I don't know. Like, I think it took a lot of people by surprise because they were really drawing this out. Like, this was supposed to happen at WrestleMania last year, their match, right? And then the whole COVID thing happened. They put it in the back burner. They've been teasing it multiple times. They rewrote the tag team title slash smack, uh, Raw Women's title thing just to kind of delay things a little bit. And then this was the turn, right? So, very unpredictable, which was good. But, really... For me, like really, after all this, that really, really. First of all, first of all, they really, really should have been in a salon. Oh, uh, okay. I see where you're going with this. They should have been in a salon. I mean, the rest writes itself, right? Bailey and Sasha have been on a tear of a run. Yeah, this has been a long one. They they kept WWE afloat as far as it goes for COVID. They kept the women's division and they they're running the women's division. They had Bailey, uh, sorry, fuck, I can't remember her name. Uh, I really can't remember her name. Becky Lynch and Charlotte gone, and these two have it hasn't skipped a beat. And they don't really have a great supporting cast. Let's be honest. And they've killed it. Back it up. This back it up. Okay, Oscar's great. Okay, Oscar's great. But again, is Oscar on Raw? Uh, she is on Raw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's not on a sporting cast for them. That being well, said, they were if they the were in a they song, wanted to when they were at their peak, right? So, yeah, but dude, they could have I know, I know. fucking I'm not take gone through a barber shop window, man. I'm telling you, that's the kind of turn I want to see. That's I was, I know what you mean. I'm happy the turn happened. I wanted it to be a bit more dramatic. Same here. And I don't want them rehashing old shit, so like the barbershop window, eh. They could have found yeah, something cool, though. Yeah, but that's so iconic, and you know you know it's going to come. WWE is going to redo this. They did it it's with uh, Jericho throwing Shawn Michaels through the Jeritron. And then, they, and nah, then the it's funny enough, fun fact, they ended up playing that being the fact Michaels has a lazy eye. It's because he went through the Jericho <laughs> uh, Jeritron. But it was actually Kane who like booted him in the face during a match or something, and his eye just... Um, I, I honestly think that the barbershop window is like my childhood in a second. The I Rockers were my people. favorite, man. And I remember watching it and then because you used to rent videos at the video store, right? And I didn't remember which 
pay-per-view it was at. You couldn't search it on the internet because, well, guys, the internet didn't fucking exist, <laughs> which is nuts to think about. So I remember going back and, and they didn't write it. It wasn't written on the back of the box because it wasn't a match. So I had to find a pay-per-view where like they weren't in them, like the Rockers weren't on the card. And it took me like 15 different rentals. And then when it finally came, I got to watch it for the second time. And I just watched it over and over and over. To me, it's the most iconic iconic moment in wrestling history for me. Cool. And it's Michaels, too. You were a Bret Hart fan. You you hated Michaels because of that. And you still yeah, but I was a Rockers fan. I always liked Marty Jannetty. I think that Marty Jannetty, had he stayed sober, could have been something. Well, first of all... Now, have you been reading the news about Marty Jannetty? He's a murderer. Yeah, I get it. First of all, he's a murderer. But now he came out with a racist rant this past week talking about how, like, I'm not going to get into it because of the color of my skin, first of all. And second right. of all, he's kind of speaking for black people because he has black friends and what really tiptoeing around <laughs> and not even tiptoeing around. Like, he's he's an idiot, right? So it's funny. People are looking back at this barbershop window thing and saying that Shawn Michaels is really taking a face turn, not a heel turn. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny, guys. You guys it. want to check it out? This guy, like, hell, I don't know, man. He's lost his mind. Obviously, he could easily be somebody who, in the next couple of years, we lose because he's just an idiot and he's got a reckless lifestyle. Hope he gets his shit together. Um, but he's not helping himself, man. He's in a bad place. Uh, it's really, yeah. Really but sad. getting back to Bailey and yes. Sasha, the turn was good. I'm happy it's happened. That I don't have anything to complain about. I thought and I can't wait to see Sasha what's going on Bailey because I thought she'd be like. I'm I like sick it of it. I'm way. sick of your stuff. And then kind of like Becky attacked Charlotte, right? And the crowd was excited. Crowd not there, fine. But this was like, well, what happened? Like, Bailey helped, made her kind of inadvertently didn't help her. She lost her title back to Asuka. You know, in the tag team titles, Bailey's arm, you know, choked out. Uh, sorry, Sasha's arm choked out. Bailey, Bailey tapped out. You know, it's always kind of been Bailey's fault. So why is Bailey attacking Sasha? Because she's holding her back? I guess that's going to be the go-to. Because it's different. Watch, watch, yeah. guys. First of all, heel 101. This is going to be the go-to. Oh, I'm tired of rode, uh, on my coattails. You know, uh, she, you know she, she, she's holding me back. All, the, all kinds of shit that they're going to rehash, which is kind of unfortunate because I feel they could really. do something more unique. But look, man, she beat the target. Dude, if they would have done it the other way, it would have. if they would have done it the other way, it would have been Becky Lynch all over again. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, but we've seen this as well. I mean, we'll see. I just didn't expect it to be Bailey on Sasha, but it was very vicious. You know, she did the the chair around the neck, which is you don't usually do that anymore in WWE TV. And she went to the hospital. The WWE said the hospital on their social media page. She said Not she had me- life threatening injuries. Well, I don't know what that meant. Maybe her wig almost fell off. I don't know. But uh, that's why I said they should have been in a barber shop, by the way, because of her wig issues. I'm just wondering, like, is she going to come back with purple hair or blue hair? Probably with purple, I would think. See, the thing is here, the thing is here is that Sasha can take an ass kicking. Yeah, for sure. Yes, heel Sasha is more entertaining. It's better on the mic. Heel Sasha is better than face Sasha. But heels tend to usually brutalize in the ring more. And I think I'd rather see Bailey shit kick Sasha more than the other way around. And I really want to see this at Hell in a Cell. Uh, because I'm sure Bailey's like frothing at the gash. Oh God, I didn't realize that uh, she's a girl. I shouldn't have said that. But she's very excited, chomping at the bit to to get in a Hell in a Cell match. I don't think she's had one, has she? Bailey Hell in a Cell, I, not that I recall. But because Becky, maybe Becky or... and Sasha put on a hell of a Hell in a Cell, yeah. right? Yeah. And I want, and we've been waiting for this match for so long. Hell in a Cell. I hope it's there, and I hope it's like the first of many, 
And I oh, hope I think that we get... It sounds to me like a second match. Do you remember those matches with Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and they'd have like a singles match, then they'd have a three stages of hell, then they'd have a hell in a cell, then they'd have last No, three stages of hell was the last one. Well, whatever. I'm, I don't care. I'm not giving you the proper order. I'm sorry, Mr. Yeah. Nerd over there. But either way, uh, look, man, people talk about the NXT TakeOver match they had. You yeah. Know, it's going to be a lot of pressure on their shoulders to I said it was match it. of the decade. They've learned a lot since then. I expect this match to be a banger. It will, regardless of all the pressure behind it. And I think, look, they could have their... People are saying that... They're like, oh, Sasha's going to be out, win the Royal Rumble, and then challenge at WrestleMania. Do you really think it's going to be that no. long? Like, really? And if it is, guys, Sasha, what, took like a year off last year? Then she comes back. She took time off again. And then she's going to be off to... Like, pretty good schedule for her, I have to say. But I think WWE needs her, especially with Becky not being there and Charlotte being out at the same time. This isn't going to be Royal Rumble WrestleMania. Maybe she will win the Royal Rumble. Maybe she will go to WrestleMania. But I think it's going to have to happen sooner. So, look, man. She's at home. She's recovering, they said. Can come back in a couple weeks to Clash of Champions. We don't know who Bailey is defending against just yet. You know, Bailey's probably going to come out and explain herself this Friday. Say that, you know, she was holding her back. She couldn't keep up with her or whatever she's going to say. Sash will come out in a few weeks. Or maybe, maybe it will be Hell in a Cell. I would like to see Clash of Champions. Then I would like to see Hell in a Cell. That'd be cool. You know what? Have Sasha out until Clash of Champions. Have her come back. Have her cost Bailey her title at Clash. Separate the title from this storyline because it really doesn't fucking need it. I think it does at this point. It's always been about this title. It's the one that she doesn't have. She has. Okay, had. but if they, I, I under. Oh, it's the one she's never yeah, had. Yeah, Grand Slam. Like this title is this is the pinnacle. This is what's. Okay, always okay, been about okay, this then. title. Even at WrestleMania, it was always about the SmackDown. Okay, so title. then bring her bring her back at Clash of Champions. Have her almost cost Bailey the title. Have Bailey flip the fuck out on her. Or just challenge her to a match. hell in a cell. What's that? Just jump her after the match. Yeah, okay, jump her after the match. Hell in a cell where Sasha beats the shit out of Bailey. Huge spot, because you know Sasha wants it. And then have her out from Hell in a Cell till Royal Rumble. No, she'll win. She's got to win. She's got to win when she gets Bailey's. Actually, you know what? No, be, she's got to lose. That would be a really good idea, time. actually. I, I, you know what? I'm complaining about the long game on this and how long it's been taking, right? And all the people they fucking bashed out of the way in order for this storyline to take place. But I will agree that the, the perfect way, perfect way to end it uh, would be to have her lose at Hell in a Cell from some kind of fucking crazy spotter business, be out, then come back at Raw Rumble, then yeah. go to WrestleMania. Finally at WrestleMania, that would be pretty decent. That would be pretty and, good. And, and to add to it, <laughs> I'm going out here. Once she wins the Royal Rumble, they have Royal Rumble till WrestleMania, where Sasha's going to want Bailey to keep that title because she wants to beat Bailey for it. So they could roll that into a storyline where she's like not helping Bailey retain, but doing things that make, that make you feel like, wait, why is Sasha doing that, you know? Why, yeah. why, why? I, I'm also the small part of me that's like, I don't want, like, the horsewomen just, like, rumble every single one of them every year, you know? Like, so, I don't know. If you don't think Sasha Banks is winning this year's Royal Rumble, you're a fool. She might win. It's she happening. will definitely win a Royal Rumble. And then so will it's Bailey win a Royal Rumble because they, I don't know, they're going to do that. But I think, like, dude, man, like, I, I don't want to say this, but, like, the Could best. be a great opportunity to bring like Ronda back and have her just go into the Royal Rumble win, right? Imagine the heat. Look, you're rolling your eyes right now. Exactly, man. Yeah. People will be pissed, but it will work. It'll work. I'd have love to have Naomi Ronda back. Win it, man. Like, I don't know, man. Where'd Lacey oh, Evans Naomi go? Be dope. Like, where has Lacey Evans been? 
Like she's like, tune into SmackDown tonight. It's gonna be fantastic. And like she's not even there. Like they're just trying to get on TV. They're like, uh, we're gonna use you for social. Thank media God, marketing. those tag team titles are in the hands of somebody else now. And I really hope that the Riot Squad do win these Clash of Champions. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are are unfucking beatable. They're never losing those okay, titles. Okay, well, first they- of all, I agree with you that they could be unbeatable. But I don't know if you watched this past week. It was a handicap match. Shayna versus the Riot Squad. Then Nia versus the Riot Squad, right? Shayna got rolled up by Liv, Tyler, Liv Morgan and, and pinned. And the, great, no. great. Fantastic for Liv, first of all. I'm not going to shit on that. Great, great, great. But, like, come on, fuck. This really? woman just destroyed everybody in the elimination chamber. She beat Sasha and Bailey alone. Yeah. It's, it's, with I don't, one move. They're taking, like, fucking five steps back with Shayna every fucking week, man. Like... I don't know. That's They're right. making her a little bit of a goofy fucking comedy tag team. I think she'll. I think she'll lose them uh, against uh, the Riot Squad, which I think is the right choice to make. Have those Riot Squad have those tag team titles, fantastic. And then maybe Shane is going to face off against Nia to see who goes on to face Oscar. And then okay, we're back on track. Back on track, eh? You want that Shane Oscar match so hard? I don't. She's going to lose. She's going to lose it, it to but- her. Whatever, man. I mean, it is what it yeah. is. What more could I want for Oscar, right? Like, she's pretty much done it all. So yeah, and in like no fucking time, if you think about it. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. It's like five years, and she's she's won it all. When is Hell in a Cell twenty twenty? November first. Uh, sorry, no, uh, November first. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Oh man, we have a long wait. Yeah, we got Clash no, of Champions. Oh yeah, we have Clash. Yeah, forgot about Clash. Okay, uh, we're gonna take one more break. When we come back, let's talk about Roman Reigns because we got some answers. With Paul Heyman, when we return to episode 120, 170. Talk to me. We'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. If, if this song doesn't make you do finger dances, then I was you're just, dancing. you have no Dude, I love that, man. I love, this was like when I used to play the game on like SNES or Sega or something, yeah. and you go to different wrestlers and you play yeah. the theme song. I just keep going back Mr. to one heart. And Mr. Perfect. Yeah, Mr. Perfect was good. There was a few yeah, that Mr. were good, Perfect man, but sure. fuck. Did you, did you notice, okay, so this is the tie-in. Mr. Perfect song and the Undertaker song is the same song. Just letting y'all know. Same fucking song. But Apex Legends' newest theme for season six is also that song. Huh. Yeah, I'll show you in the loading screen. Do you have to unlock in the battle pass or you just have it right away? I think it. I think you get it in the battle pass. But I'll show you next time we rip. Oh, yeah. We got to do Battletoads. I'm sorry. I was... We can hang in this weekend. Yeah, Don't I tell know. me we're gaming because I saw you on their cheat. Oh, I gamed. Me. I know. You know what I forgot? Tony Hawk came out, and I was like, ah. I beat the whole game already. Both of them. Tony Hawk wanted to. Really? Fuck me, man. Bro, I was listening to uh, Marty on Boot to the Face talk about it. Uh, I I challenge you, Marty, because he's like, oh, you know, I went and I bought the game. It was nostalgic. I still got it. You know, talking like he's good at Tony Hawk. Dude, I will fucking murder you. No joke, though. Like, I remember you were pretty fucking crazy at this game, so. Do you know how much Tony Hawk I played? I used to free skate for like seven hours. I will say this though, as nostalgic as it was, the game is so limited. Like I started playing skate, obviously when the Tony Hawk franchise mm-hmm. ended. And skate is like, you've played this game before? Of course I played skate. Yeah, yeah. 
skate is like literally a simulator of skateboarding to the point where you have to practice moves because you have to flick a certain way. And it's not like in Tony Hawk where you like go off the ramp and you just hold square to do a kick, circle to do a hold, and then just rotate. This is like, uh, it's really fucking hard. You have to go up and down the board to keep momentum. Like it's it's nuts. Skate 3 is insane. So I was really excited to get Tony Hawk and it, it to be easier. But then once you master it again, you're like, you know, you're hitting 2 million point combos and you're like, fuck. I'd I love skate. to see you and Marty go head to head competition. Who can do the most, the highest combo in like X amount of time or some shit? It's All you got to do is there, there's certain, there's certain modes where you only have a two minute run. So you can do the biggest combo you can get in two minutes and the highest overall score. So all your stats come out at the end. I mean, it's going to be in no competition. Marty, cool, you, cool. you have no chance. And I was streaming Tomb Raider. I'll be streaming some more of it as well, too. Uh, I going through my backlog a little bit during my paternity leave and I'm going through my hard drive. I've got all these games I downloaded when they were like the game of the month and never played. And I remember I started playing Tomb Raider um, Definitive, Definitive Edition. Dude. Any of, you, any of you are Tomb Raider fans, this game's fucking great. It's really, really... Uh, we're a diaper, man. I'll, I'll say that at the very least, because there's always <laughs> shit happening. You gotta run. People are trying to attack you. Uh, you Fuck, man. You start off being attacked on the beach by a tribe, and you're hanging from a rope. You gotta swing, and then you catch yourself on fire and fall, and when you fall into this um, a bone from a, a corpse lying there, I guess some skeleton, and it goes right in your butt. side, and you gotta yeah. like pull that out, and it's fucking like... Things are collapsing. Does she look like Angelina? Well, here's the thing. They kind of took a they took a little bit of a scale back from the old Lara Croft and kind of made her a balance between the two of them. So she's still Lara Croft from the UK, but they took those triple D boobs and brought them down to like C's. And okay. Uh, I'm okay with that. They made her more like woman power, you know, as opposed to look at my fucking tits, put in a little cheat code and you'll get naked mode, you know, like what? Nah. There's a naked mode? Back in the day, yeah, there's naked modes for Tomb Raider, yeah, yeah. What? Or you get patches, where you can download patches, and don't tell me how I know this, but... Uh, <laughs> you totally well, jerked I mean, off yeah. to that. Well, oh, come off. <laughs> guys, episode 170 of Cockamania. But guys, check it out, a lot of fun. I'll be streaming a little bit more myself. Um, with Apex Legends, j playing that. We'll try to get Battletoads in. We're not going to promise when, but we'll get that down soon as well, too. Um, yeah, it's been fun, man. So guys, check it out, Cockamania TV. It, this might break your heart a bit, but I literally took my Xbox off the floor, unplugged it, and put it in my closet about two weeks ago. Because I did plug it in the other day because I switched to PC, and I'm telling you, it's like playing Minecraft, bro. It's like a bunch of squares running around. The graphics, uh, it's just, so yeah, did. I, I Dude, know, that, I know. that console is old. I think it came out in 2011. But look, man, we heard about the Xbox S and the Xbox X that are going to be coming out. Really affordable. $299 for the S. Uh, the X, I think, is four ninety nine. That's about a million dollars Canadian. Uh, but either way, uh, pretty affordable, guys. So if you weren't playing Xbox before, now might be the time to pick it up. Battlegrounds coming out too. WWE Battleground. Um, I already have that queued in my downloads, ready to go as soon as it comes out. When's the release? You're gonna get that on next week, isn't it? It's next week, I think. The eighteenth comes yeah, out. Yeah, so there you go, guys. So we'll be playing that maybe next weekend. We'll see what's going on. Um, and yeah, I know Rucker, I know you don't have an Xbox, but two ninety nine yeah. man for an Xbox might be time to pick one up, my friend. Yeah, but then you gotta buy the fucking game again. I don't oh, think no, so. I, think, I don't think so. I, I think you I think everything kinda works or something. Like <clears throat> I guess your gamer pass, you just load on and you might have it or some shit. I hope. I hope. I don't know. We'll see. Um Okay, yeah. Uh Roman Reigns. Let's yes. let's wrap the episode up because we're going big long. Dog. So the big dog came out with Paul Heyman 
And I guess they kind of explained what the whole thing was going out as. I felt like the promo kind of started, it had a complete Brock Lesnar feel to it. And then it got better. It definitely got better. The way that Paul Heyman is, he's kind of his bitch. And I I like that. And uh, Roman did some talking himself. Uh, No new song though, eh? No, unfortunately, yeah. no new song. At least yet, maybe at the pay-per-view we'll see something. But, man, they really should have taken advantage of that. And I hope mm-hmm. they do because it just sounds like generic wrestling one-on-one. Like, honestly, like, I know it's such a small detail, but it's a big detail, man. Like, Randy Orton comes out, the Vipers music hits, like, huge, you know, like, The Rock. There's no pop to... It's too, like... Like, when Randy comes out, it's like... Higher voices. It's like it's yeah. it's like it's big, you know. Even though it's not a super high energy song, when it hits, you pop. Dana, you're like, no matter whose it is, not even the fact that people don't really love Roman Reigns. It's just, it's a k- shitty song. It wasn't even good for the Shield, if you ask well, me. I'm even disappointed that the Iconics theme is gone. Right, like that wasn't too bad of a theme song for for the for the women. And like now that they've split them, right, people are complaining because. You know, why can't they be single wrestlers and why can't they be friends? Like, first of all, they wrestled this week and they shook hands after the match. So who says they're not? And let yeah. them have singles runs. They both had an interview recently saying they want to go singles paths. So this is what they want to do. Uh, but one of them should have kept the theme song, I think. Or they should have had a match this week for who keeps it. I know that's kind of a cheesy stipulation. But both their songs sound stupid now. Maybe some getting used to. Uh, but music can be huge in terms of like... You know, you're coming out and you hear that first note. And I think with Roman Reigns, obviously, you know, he's coming out, but it's so flat. I just I hope they I hope they end up changing it at some point. Bro, there's wrestlers I don't even like, but I like their music. So I like them. Like Mr. Perfect. If you go and watch his wrestling matches, they were never that great. Oh, shut yeah. The up. Guy had, shut hold up. on. Hold Everybody on. at this guy right now. Mr. Perfect Dude. was fucking fantastic, man. He had an amazing dropkick. One of the best in the and game. he could sell. And this is like Ziggler. He used to sell okay. like Ziggler. He can sell. But I'm saying that he wasn't like this flashy, uh, flamboyant attraction in the ring. He was very technical. Perfect Plex was, was perfect. But it was the music, the look, the attitude. The Those confidence. things go a really, really long way. Yeah, the I fact know. that he can throw the towel, catch it, spit the gum, and slap it was just fucking phenomenal. And his son sucked. Curtis yeah, Axel was, he should have been Mr. Unperfect, first of all, or Mr. Horrible, and just sucked at everything. Miss, swat the gum, get it in his hair, the little bit that was left, throw the towel up, it's not there, everything. It would the have been B-team great. still but, lived with WWE? I think so, I have right? no idea. I heard they might be doing some more releases coming up. I think Gerald Briscoe got let go after 36 yeah. years. People are shitting on the WWE for letting Briscoe go after 36 years. Dude, I he's say, ancient. Dude. What was he doing probably at this point in time? Was getting he just paid. collecting a paycheck, right? Like how much yeah. can he, let the guy retire, you know, go yeah. and retire, enjoy the money, enjoy the career, I'm not shitting on Briscoe. It sucks that he was let go. Um, I'm not supporting it. I'm just saying like 36 years is a huge career. Guy should retire. Like, yeah, come on. it's, it's over for him. But anyways, getting back to the Roman Marines thing, I guess we're going to, you know, this is going to take some time. Uh, there was fireworks in his entrance. I thought that was a little bit stupid because he's a heel. You know, so the whole belief that is still there. They've really just given him an attitude, but I, I'm I'm optimistic going forward. I really am. I mean, I'm excited to see what his moveset's going to be, what his wrestling attire is going to be when he has an actual match. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm, 
And he's going to fight Jey Uso, right? Yeah, that's what I think is pretty cool. The fact that Jey Uso, a mid-carder, ends up winning this big match, going to face off against Roman Reigns, fantastic. Great opportunity for him. Now, I imagine a big part of why he won this is because he's fam, right? So, okay, I get that. Uh, they're going to play Ultimate Heel Heat, where Roman Reigns is probably just going to destroy him. And oh, he's then... going to be a bloody mess. But I also would like to see, like, Roman Reigns make him look good, you know? And, like, maybe, you know, the Uso no. uh, ends up coming having a few near falls or some shit like that. No. not happening. It's going to be a shit show. But I, I kind of wanted him to be with the Usos. Yeah, I thought that could have been you know? really cool, too, to have those guys watching his back, right? Uh, yeah, the bloodline, man. It would be dope. And then to have them all against the Rocket WrestleMania Hollywood. Naomi like, could it's happening on there, man. Like, it's Who? Better than ha- Naomi, it's better than having her sit backstage. Dude, Naomi, Nia Jax, no. they could have all been in there. Get Nia Jax Dude, Nia Jax, I'm telling you right now, if her and Shayna have a run and they could turn into, like, funny faces, I like Nia Jax, man. I don't I really do. hate Nia Jax, but I'm like, you have to have her in the right program. And yeah, I, don't man, think I think that would be the right program for her. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Like the bloodline, man. Get get the whole fam together. And what, throw Tamina have Rikishi come too? out and shit. Yeah, fucking right, throw Tamina in there. That'd be the perfect role for Tamina. She's trash. Just have her as a lackey. She's a fine muscle. Backstage segments. In the ring, no, but Roman Reigns is a heel, bro. I know. Let him be a fucking I mean, heel. I'm just watching the Roman Reigns thing kind of pan out. I'm not like... Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm one, not one way or the other. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, you know, Roman Reigns was fine on his own. He could talk. Yeah, I didn't. He, I don't love the Paul Heyman. Like, I don't I, love the Paul Heyman. I don't tie-in. get why I don't he love needs it, but. it, you know, like, but I guess they're trying something new. I would just like them to be a heel on his own and try to run with it. Like, you know, them saying like, oh, you know, Cena should try being a heel. And then Roman Reigns did. It's like, well, I don't know him with Heyman. Let him do it on his own. I want to see that. I don't, I don't think Heyman's sticking around long term with him. I think he's, he's going to, there's going to be a phase turn of Paul Heyman. That he's going to get some, sense, some man. crowd like, love. Roman Reigns is like. Everything about him was against this kind of shit, you know, which is, I guess, which is more, most surprising about it, right? It's like him needing this, like he, he was feuding with, uh, with Brock Lesnar. He was, had so many, so many programs with Paul Heyman where he despised the guy. And it's just, a lot of it doesn't make sense, but I guess that's what makes it intriguing, right? Yeah. But you know what? If the heel turn had happened then, where like Paul Heyman helped Roman Reigns cheat to beat Brock Lesnar and then he became a Paul Heyman guy, I would, I would think that was great. But the fact that like Brock's gone. And now he's with Paul Heyman is a little silly. But listen, we got a new Roman Reigns. It's interesting. I'm I'm extremely optimistic about it. And I'm really looking forward to his match of Clash Champions. I want to see how bad he kicks Jey Uso's ass. And I want to see if he's got new music and new ring gear and a new look to him. Because he's got those pearly whites. I mean, we know that's new. Yeah, I don't know. Don't hold your breath, though. I'm not sure we'll get that theme song. I'm wondering if it were the chest protector. That's going to be interesting to see. Uh, but also the timing as well. We saw um, Brock Lesnar, his merchandise got pulled off the WWE shop, right? So yeah. he is not signed with WWE. People speculating, will he go to AEW? Will he go, whatever, man. If he comes back, McMahon's not going to let him go to AEW. Uh, he's going to come back when he wants a paycheck. He probably just doesn't want all this COVID shit in his life. And he doesn't need it. He can go home. He can, you know, have sex with his wife or <laughs> spend time with his kids or... You know, he's got kids with him. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's got a daughter. That looks yeah. just like him. Oh, actually, I think it was from a previous. That's not Sable's daughter. No, whatever. Either way, Brock Lesnar doesn't need the WWE, but I'm sure he'll be back. And then look, it could be an interesting program to have. 
you know, Roman take on Brock Lesnar down the line when, you know, uh, he's got Heyman in his corner. But I think a lot of people are kind of pointing towards uh, Roman versus The Rock at WrestleMania. Yes. So that's a match that all of us can get behind. And this might just be the big picture of it all, right? Rock coming back, embarrassing The Rock. Uh, Rock coming back, embarrassing Roman. And uh, well, we'll have to wait and see, guys. But yeah, Roman Reigns, your champion, your, your, your universal champion, taking on his brother, his Uso brother, at Class of Champions. Um, yeah, I'm excited too, man. And good on him. Episode 170 in the bag, brother. I got to go eat dinner, man. You, we you went were long. eating right when we started this podcast. I, times a because day I eat. forgot. You want me to tell you the truth? My wife is out to pick up my kid. I forgot to eat the lunch that she made me because I stayed home from work today. I felt really bad. So I ripped downstairs around 3, scarfed down that lunch. But I'm a boy. I'm a big boy. I'm not going to eat. But either way, guys, Trivia 5 is out. Go listen to it. Um, watch us on Twitch. Battletoads will come eventually. Battlegrounds, September 18th. I'm playing Tony Hawk. I'm playing Apex. Dez is playing Tomb Raider and whatever the hell else he plays. A whole bunch of weird shit. So if you're into the weird stuff, check it out. Uh, Rat's House of Retro, JP, Kayfabe Chronicle. That guy's the man. Go check his uh, uh, his Twitch out as well. Um, Patreon.com slash Talkamania, FullPressCoverage.com, yada, 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 all the good stuff. Dez, have a good rest of the evening. The good thing about this weekend is that there's not a whole bunch of content to watch and to cover and to ruin our lives over. Sounds good to me. All right, Smarks, stay safe. On behalf of Talkamania, J-Bombs out. Dez, say bye. Happy Miro Day. I was really hoping you were going to do that, bro. I was really hoping you were going to do that.